Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. I'm so excited to be joined today by actor Kellen Lutz, who is known for his performances in films like The Twilight Series, Expendables 3, as well as shows like The Comeback and FBI Most Wanted. He's now out with his new film, Do Justice, a detective thriller where a former Marine, played by Kellen, experiences the loss of his wife and daughter in a cold-blooded murder. Kellen plays that former Marine seeking justice for his loved ones, and he's joined with me today. Kellen, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, Thanks, Max. So um, my first question, I would love to start at the outset of how you got involved with this project. Um, How did it come to you and what gravitated you to wanting to um, help tell the story? Yeah, thank you. Great question. Uh, Javier, the director, he emailed my team and uh, sent me the script and I always love reading the scripts. And this one really, it was fun. It was interesting. I, I am a huge Liam Neeson fan. I love the entertainment of the Taken movies. You know he's going to get the family back, which is not how my story ends. But the universe that Liam created, it's gut-wrenching, right? You don't mess with family. It's the John Wick and the dog. And, you know, it's just, it's personal, personable and uh, personal. And so when I read the script and Javier showed me his vision shared his vision with me and uh, told me the other actors uh, i just i was excited to be a part of it to shoot in seattle we have a great crew great producers jeff Fahey plays the bad guy who he's super talented such a good genuine-hearted soul man efren love him in this movie he's just such a he created such a character in the detective and yeah it's just uh it was a fun story. I also really loved aspects of it that I didn't know I'd love so much, right? Like you do these action, thriller, drama movies, and this one, my character is a drifter, drifts cars. How do you get into that? Like, you know, and, and you pay some homage to the backstory with him and his brother. But Javier's son in real life is an expert drifter. It's a sport and he dominates it. He's really good, really talented, really passionate. And as a director, like, how cool is that to have your son do a lot of the own stunts? He did a lot of the stunts in this one for me. He helped show me how to drift. And then due to time, he, like, did a lot of it for me so I can do the acting part of it. And just really unique characteristics for a role. And then also wearing the the hood. You feel this sort of, like, cool, dark feeling as a, as a hero archetype and just seeking vengeance and revenge and being the justice to the storyline. It was really fun. Um, can you share what the preparation may have been like in helping you get ready for this role? Were there, were there any real life cases that you maybe did some research on to sort of get in that headspace of someone like Max who you play in the film? The headspace of Max, it wasn't a lot of work because I played vets before and ex-military a lot of the roles that i've done and i think i'm drawn to it just because i feel like our military are the heroes to america and any country and i appreciate them so much uh i think the fascinating thing is 
when you are a part of a story and you deep dive into the information out there of how evil organ harvesting is. And that's a big storyline for this movie. A lot of people will sell their children so their organs can be harvested for the elite, the ones who have children who need a heart or need a kidney or, you know, whatever. And money can get you anything. And it's sad. Um, and there's not, you know, there's right ways of doing things. And then there's definitely evil ways of doing things and heartless ways of doing things. And you see my character, uh, well, Kellen, for myself, just reading so much about it, it's just like, ugh, it sucks that evils like this in the movie exist in real life. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new under the sun. Anything you can think of happens, unfortunately. And so, you know, having a daughter of my own, that unknownness you kind of like, and I'm a man of faith. I'd rather know that my child or so, you know, I don't wish anything on any of my family, but I'd rather know for certain they're the, up in heaven versus nobody's found nothing. You know, like they're gone. They're being used. They're being trafficked. They're being hurt for years and years and years. Like that's the unsettling feeling of, of a father's heart. And yeah, this movie, you know, you, I, I believe my character has lost everything. His brother's dead, his wife dead, uh, and then his daughter. You know, Jeff Fahey's character is just playing with him, being like, mm, is she in Mexico being sex trafficked? Oh, no, she's in Colombia. We chopped her up for this. And, that. and you're like, okay, now I've lost everything. I'm just going to rid the world of all the monsters. And, and uh, you know, you see at the end of the movie, my character go, and he has that bat with the nails and just grotesque action scenes uh and yeah I, I think it leaves it open for a sequel where my character is just playing mr justice and killing all the bad guys you mentioned javier and i want to touch on what it was like working with him i believe at the time he was making do justice this had only been his second feature he had done a bunch of shorts before that um so what was it like coming onto this and I'm working with him one-on-one. I love directors like Javier who are just so easy to collaborate with. There's some directors just have their vision and they don't allow you to play or, or bring anything to the plate. And that's when it feels like work when it's just like, okay, well, you know, I want to do this movie, but you know, the role's cool or it's a good career move or the money's good, whatever it is. Uh, but I tend to lean towards the more collaborative family-esque movies where the crew's amazing, the actors are all in it to win it, producers are, are great, they aren't trying to cut corners, directors are very collaborative to be like, hey, I see you as this character, I like what you've done in your other jobs, um, I created Max with you in mind, and I'm happy for you to to break it down and create the layers and and surprise me on set, you know, because a lot of times writers who direct their own movie have tunnel vision and they just have an idea. And when, when you're able to be an actor who gives them something different uh, besides what they saw and they like it, you see the giddy giddiness in them. Um, 
So Javier was just a really easy, talented, visionary of a director to work with. And I'd love to work with him again. He actually has this other movie that I'm I'm hoping to do with him if we can get it going. Just because he was really easy to work with. And and we only have one life, right? So you wanna you wanna work a job that you you at least like. I love my job. And you want to work with people who you at least like because they go, you know, movies take a lot of work. They take me away from my family and it better be freaking special or a good experience to, to get me. And a lot of times I can bring my family with me, but they're still babies. So it's, it's gotta be the right reasons right now. Um, I want to talk about what it was like for you working with Efren Ramirez and Jeff Fahey on this movie. Efren's obviously known as this hilarious comedy actor who we've seen for so many years and he's now taking on this dramatic role. And then Jeff, we obviously know from Lost and so many shows over the years as well. Um, yeah. Talk about what it was like working with these two. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff. So Efren, I, I've loved his work. He's he's hilarious. Um, really easy to work with, super talented. And I remember we would rehearse. I always loved getting the actors together just to add layers to the character relationships and developments. And he invited me over to his place the next night and he had notes of his character. He had drawings. Looked like looked like his character was a serial killer with how much stuff he had on the walls of his hotel room. I'm like, I love this dude. I love this process. And then, uh, you know, and it shows with his neurotic character portrayal. And then Jeff Fahey, who I never knew his name watching all. I didn't watch Lost, but I've watched so many movies with that guy in it where I'm like, he steals the scene and everything that he's in. He, he's, he, he just looks like such a stud. His hair, his beard, whatever, his eyes. And then a heart of gold, you know, offset. He told me his story and uh, just really remarkable man. And so working with both of them, such talented forces and different, you know, Jeff comes from theater. So he, he, he came in, he, he came in and just like had these monologues to say and he did it so effortlessly and beautifully that it was just like uh, i how are you a bad guy in this like you're just so you're such a good bad guy um so yeah it's just a really really great experience working with them um before i let you go i do want to touch on a couple upcoming projects that we have to look forward to from you um i believe there's a certain twilight reunion in the works in the form of um, an upcoming film that we'll expect to see you in soon. Um, if you could um, tease a little bit about what we have to look forward to. Which one was that? With you and Cam. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. We just shot that one. Yeah. Desert okay. That's the name right now. Yeah. That one. So Cam's, Cam's a, a really talented actor. He, again, he has his own unique way of acting and him and I never, really had much of a conversation on twilight because he was the bad guy i was the good guy and some actors don't like mixing those worlds right like you want it just to be natural and then we've had these careers and i've seen cam on auditions he's gotten roles that i wanted i got roles that he wanted uh and then when i've been a part of desert dawn with al bravo uh the producer who also did do justice and he's worked with Cam. And when he's like, hey, what, do, what about putting you both together? I'm like, yes. Like these characters, he he, he plays this character, Deputy Sight, Sights. And um, 
it's just so great working with him again because Cam's a really raw, emotional, e- emotionally uh, fueled actor, and he brings so much to the characters that he plays. And our characters go from enemies to partners throughout the course of the movie, so it's really fun to have that organic character journey for us both. So I'm I'm excited for that one to come out. Yeah, and and it seems like it's you know, been destined to happen. The fact that, you know, the two of you are working finally on, on a film together. You've been part of the Twilight franchise, but to actually work yeah. closer together in a film like Desert Dawn is very exciting, I'm sure, to a lot of fans. Um, yeah. One other film I wanted to um, bring up, I believe, I don't know if you're currently shooting it or about to shoot it, but um, it's terrific cast. You and Jennifer Esposito, Judd Hirsch, Neil McDonough, and that's the December cross. If um, you could talk a little bit about... Um, if you're working on that now about to work on it and what the story is. Yeah. Now that the strike is over, we start shooting January in Kentucky. I play a sheriff of a small town called Bethlehem. And the, the story takes place with, uh, you know, uh, immigrate. It's an immigration story and they're called coyotes who bring people across that are immigrants and in search for a better life. And uh, I believe Neil plays the bad bad guy he's the ice agent who just has a chip on his shoulder he wants to get rid of all the the immigrants and it's a story of family it's a story of of grace and hope and my character is the the good town sheriff and one of the girls the young girl i think she's eight in the script she keeps on seeing this little boy and no one believes her but there's this lost little boy, this immigrant kid who is just so alone and she befriends him and then they run away and they're running away from the ice and, you know, a big adventure chasing happens mm-hmm. and they find solace at the church and they're like, just be human, right? Like. It's what we're called to be, like be human beings and doings and, and like just show love. Like, yes, there's rules, but you can still show kindness. And so it's a it's a really powerful story that I'm excited to shoot with that cast, mm-hmm. the director and the script's great. So it's going to be there's, there's some there's some water work and some cave. There's that's the adventure part of it. And, and I'm like, this movie was supposed to start in the spring summertime where a little bit more easy to be in cold waters and now i'm like january yeah Ugh. you know but uh but yeah i'm excited for it yeah well um congratulations again on do justice which comes out this upcoming friday in theaters and on demand and it seems like 2024 we have a lot to look forward to from you between desert dawn the december cross and i'm sure uh, many other projects um but yeah thank you kellen i appreciate Max, it thank you brother have a good one i'm so excited to be joined by actor efren ramirez who's known for providing his vocal and comedic talents over the years on several shows and films chief among them playing pedro in napoleon dynamite he's now out with a new film do justice a detective thriller where a former marine experiences the loss of his wife and daughter in a cold-blooded murder and Efren playing a detective named Siago, Santiago helps this grieving husband and father hunt down those responsible. Efren, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. No, no, my pleasure. Of course. 
Um, so I'd love to start at the beginning of your involvement with this project. How did it come to you and what gravitated you to wanting to, you know, join this project and play this detective character, Santiago, especially since, you know, it's something that we're not used to seeing from you since, you know, we know you more in the comedy world. Well, uh, I'm, I'm always drawn since I was little to find something that's even beyond myself and what I've come to know with, with my life. So as an actor, you know, I, 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 I tend to be drawn to characters who are looking for identity in, some, in, su in such a way, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite to, to characters like Detective Santiago. Um, at the time, I was working on a play called uh, In a Forest Dark and Deep, um, uh, which is about a relationship between a brother and sister and things get really dark, uh, which for me was extremely difficult because there were moments when I, 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 I would shut down because I did. I was like, I just don't want to do it. It's it's um, because it's uncomfortable. Um, it, it, it's easier to to put a sheet over you and just ignore life and, and say everything's OK. But uh, these characters, especially I can do justice, they really are tested and have to face their their not only their identity, but really have to make choices that are going to move them forward in life. Um, so, so for me, when I got this film, I mean, it's, it's a vengeance. It's somebody seeking justice for something that has occurred. Um, I found something deeper in Javier's writing. Javier's the director writer of this project where, where not everything is as it seems, you know, we could assume that's a detective who's, who's out there to try to solve a, a crime. But when you're questioning everything you've done in your life, that's when it becomes very difficult because now you got to question how much one cares, how much you care about what you're doing in your life. I mean, you know, what's at stake? My, my, my family values because I'm, I'm, I'm no longer there, which is <laughs> the opposite of Callan Lutz's character because he's an ex-Marine and everything he's known to be, he has stood on um, and he's got this perfect image of life. You know, his, his, he's got the family structure and everything's working for him until it's been erased out of his life. And now he, he forms a new identity. Um, and now in throughout the story, I start to really explore not only the crimes that are happening in Seattle, but there's a deeper story with Jeff Fahey's character who intertwines with, with Callan Lutz and me. And that's where, where, where we are all tested on crime and what to do, especially when it comes to doing the right thing. Right. And you see over the course of the story, your character, Santiago, beginning to look internally at, you know, your own family as you're, you know, trying to seek justice for Kellen's character of Max. So you really see that duality in your performance and capturing the personal as well as balancing that with, um, you know, helping Max find, yeah. find justice. Um, well, I'd like to talk about more about you playing a detective because correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe we've ever seen you play a detective before. So can you share what that preparation was like? Was there a certain level of research you underwent in getting ready for the part? Well, uh, there's there's two things when you're when you're preparing yourself as a detective. 
there's the there's the internal of of having to go why people become and choose the professions that they do whether you're being a fireman a teacher a reporter uh, an actor um what motivated them to do such a thing to to choose that kind of profession um then there's the external the external uh which i usually before i work on sets is i'll ask to get there uh, a couple of weeks before so i could spend time in this case spend time with the seattle uh, uh, pd and really see seattle not only during the daytime but also at night i mean every town has that you have you know all the good qualities that really define who the character who who the what the city is um then the people who live in it but it's also the other side the darker side of 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 seattle which is the crime which is um uh very uneasy uh, unspoken um dark um uh and 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 so I spend time with police officers learning about what it's like, learning about crime, learning why, why, why it happens, uh, uh, the, the, the economic positions that all people play, you know, the history of crime and, uh, and why, why, what people's criminal motives are, you know, why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could able, I'm able to really tie that into the story and live throughout that moment. So, uh, which was very um, uneasy, but with a director like Javier, he was able to really connect with me and we were able to tell the story truly into that world and still find the comedy because that's what the human valley is all about, is trying to get through life uh, um, one day at a time. Yeah, and I think that was so you know, necessary having that time before filming of you spending time with the Seattle PD. And I think it just shows in your performance how much that experience informed your own work um, while shooting, which is just amazing. Um, Well, you mentioned Javier before. I want to talk about what it was like working with him. Um, I believe at the time you guys were making Do Justice. This had only been his second feature. He had done several shorts before that. Um, So can you talk a little bit about what it was like working with Javier? Uh, I truly like working on the independent world because, you know, in most cases, on independent films, you're really able to explore the characters and the story and the tone and the, and the tone and the theme. Um, Javier not only wrote this script, but because he was a director, um, every single day we were able. to discuss what the scenes were like, what they were going to be, and what we were able to explore throughout the scenes. Um, uh, we had some leeway and some time for that uh, to do, uh, to do just that. Um, there were moments that were very difficult for me to do. Uh, Detective Santiago wasn't easy, an easy character to play. Uh, and there was a fine balance with that. Uh, my fortune was to be able to not only work with uh, Helen Lutz, but with, also with Jeff Fahey um, and, 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 and all the rest of the actors. Everybody was so supportive of living under this umbrella of madness and this darkness um, and find, find something that in, in this madness, in this world, and Detective Santiago is somebody who's just trying to find some kind of light. Uh, 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 
and find some kind of maybe perhaps his own justice of of living through crime. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Yeah, um, I want to also talk about um, what it was like working with Kellen and Jeff Fahi. Um, Kellen, we know obviously from the Twilight series, Expendables. Um, he was on FBI Most Wanted, The Comeback, and then Jeff, who we know from Lost and so many other shows. Um, I believe you, you, I know you were on an episode of FBI Most Wanted. So was there crossover there with you and Kellen? Had you worked together before or was this your first time working? That just, that together. just so happened to be by surprise, actually. Oh, I mean, okay. I had just finished doing, um, um, do justice and the the very uh uh my last day on set uh my team called me up and they said hey listen you're you gonna go to la you can you know, do your laundry then you're going straight to new york to work on the show uh, what uh, <laughs> so and i and and when i worked on fbi most wanted i was playing a criminal so because i played a detective i had an understanding of who to play on this other side of the world on this other side of the spectrum uh right. You know, my my job as an actor is to to really honor stories and find the depth and stretch these characters in such a way where it becomes so surprising with an outcome where it becomes very unsettling and um, uh, 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 and um, uh, surprising. So, so for me, being able to be a part of Do Justice, for instance, it, it's I, I don't think the book is 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 has ended. I think there's, you know, without revealing anything in the third act, I think there's more to that story. Mm-hmm. Could you talk a little bit about what it was like working alongside Kellen and Jeff? Um, I, I mean, I mean, I, I got to say, working with 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 Kellen Lutz, he's he is such a titan, you know, yeah. and I. And, uh, uh, you know, as an actor, you prepare the entire script because you, you never know where you're going to go, especially when you're working on sets. Um, and our my first day was the one of the heaviest scenes with Kellen Lutz. And I went, oh, my gosh, because uh, uh, you, you're, you're really living in that moment. And, you know, when you start to what happens for actors, for instance, is that when you start working on the sets, at some point when you're doing scenes together, you finally find some kind of connection. Uh, but for for him and me, this was our first time facing each other. And it was the surprise of having to know like we're doing the heaviest scene in the film. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. But he was so um, well connected, not only to his character, but also was challenging me as, as uh, the character who I played. And it, it really becomes uh, a, a sort of a boxing match where we're trying to better understand not only ourselves, but each other and on who we are and, and what kind of players we are in this world. So I, I, I felt that with Kellen and I felt that was a, a poignant scene throughout the film and working with him. And of course, Jeff, you know, I, I mean, my, my, my idol of of having to see him is I mean Lawnmower yeah. man, he's such a great actor. And I and I thought like, okay, I, I better come in with my with, with 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 my own preparation of work to be able to be not only present it but to represent that world in an in an honest way. And I think we all gave it some due justice. 
Yeah, you absolutely did. Absolutely. Um, well, for my last question, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we're on the heels of the 20th anniversary um, of Napoleon Dynamite, if you can believe it or not, um, and you playing your iconic character of Pedro. Your co-star, John Heater, um, I think was on the record earlier this year saying that a sequel he thought was inevitable, um, especially with you know Disney buying Fox. He said it's only destined to happen, whether whether it is a sequel film or a show or another animated series. Since he said that earlier this year, have there been any conversations that you've been involved in? Well, <laughs> throughout, throughout the years, <laughs> you know, we, we uh, as we travel the world, you know, as I travel the world and work on projects, there, there's so many devoted fans of Napoleon Dynamite and I, and I, and they all ask about if if there could be a possible sequel, and who knows? I don't. I don't think the the world of Napoleon Dynamite is closed. I think there's a possibility of something beautiful in all of those characters. But in order for that to happen, it's got to have the same director, same writer, you know, um, mm-hmm. and the same cast to really explore. What would where would the characters be, and what would be the 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 unresolved issues that they would actually face twenty years later? It'd be Napoleon twenty years later, Pedro twenty years later. Right? You know, maybe, who knows? Maybe Pedro's married to Summer Sanchez. You know, <laughs> right? You know, and and maybe they have a bakery, and and um, you know, it's it's and Napoleon's got some issues with his kids, like a little a little Napoleon. Oh gosh, <laughs> like, who knows? So right. we'll, we'll see, we'll see what, the, what the what Jared has uh, um, uh, chooses to do um, along with the studios because you know it it's it's it all depends on the powers that be. So right, so the door's not closed. Um, yeah. it, it still might happen. Yeah. Um, well, that that's certainly exciting. Um, but congratulations again on the film. Do justice. It hits theaters on demand, digital, um, on November twenty fourth. Efren, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. No, thank you, man. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.